What up, everybody? Welcome to the WNBA Show podcast, brought to you by 265 Media. I'm Daniel Artes. Got my dog, Kate out, Kevin Lewis, with me. As usual, you know, we are on Spotify, Green Room and stuff, so we will hopefully bring up some, you know, people in the guests. I mean, some guests in the crowd want to talk. We'll bring them up and stuff. But Kate out, what's going on, man? What's popping? No, everything's good, you know. What up, what it is, what's popping? It's your boy K Dot. And we're here. You know, um, it's it's a sad, it's bittersweet. Uh the reason why it's bitter is because the end of the WNBA season is here. Um, it's over. I'm sad because I want to see more uh women's basketball. It's sweet because we successfully completed our first season of fully covering the WNBA. And I tell you, it was the most amazing experience. And first and foremost, I want to thank everybody who has supported the WNBA show. I want to thank everyone who's tapped in with us for these 22 episodes, because this is the 22nd episode that we're doing. I want to thank all of the guests that we had on the WNBA show this season, Shavante Zellis, Monica Nutt, Erica Ayala. You know what I'm saying? Um, Jeanette Samuels in our last episode. I mean, um, it was an amazing, amazing season. And I am so happy that we have decided to um, definitely pursue uh, more of uh, WNBA content and women's basketball content. So I'm just, you know, again, excited. And thank you all for all of your support. You know, you're very important to us. And we, uh, we are very grateful, very humble, um, and very thankful for all of you guys. Yeah, definitely. Um, I echo uh, KDOT's words and everything. And, um, you know, I've decided personally, me being the, uh, you know, founder, creator, whatever, of 265 Media Podcast Network, that we are, you know, decide we've decided to cover women's basketball full time. You know, um, normally we'll be like, all right, cool. You know, women's basketball is over. Let's go to, to, to the NBA. But we're not covering the NBA this year. We're actually going to, you know, focus on women's basketball 100% full-time. I know at least I am, and I know at least KDOT is as well. And, um, you know, uh, it is it is what it is from this point. It's been amazing for me, you know, first time covering it. You know, even though I've been connected to, you know, women's basketball for a minute as a former practice player, you know what I mean, with the fever and, and everything like that, you know. Um, so it, it's been a dope a dope road and I cannot wait to see how you know year two is but right now we just got to end the just got to end it you know what I mean on our championship parade you know um speaking of championship parade Kate before we get into that let's uh talk about the game you know um the Chicago Sky won, won the championship you know what I mean beating Phoenix uh 80 to 74 after going down by as much as 14 points, uh, trailing by 11 in in the fourth quarter, that that amazing comeback we had. Uh, Allie Quigley leading the way with Chicago. I think she scored 11 points in the fourth quarter, 26 for the game. Candace Parker had 16 points, 13 rebounds, five assists, four steals. Courtney Vandersloot, who it has not been giving her flowers so far during this um celebration and stuff. 10 points, nine rebounds, 15 assists, and a Kalia Copper Finals MVP. She had 10 points. Quiet game, but you know, she basically pretty much locked down the finals MVP award uh the game before. And uh, on the Phoenix side, we had Brittany Griner with 28 and 7. Skylar Diggins, um, who has 16 points and eight assists, and uh, you know, Diana Tarazi, 16 points. 
two rebounds, two assists, and one big missed free throw. Um, but let, let's talk about the game before we get into the individual players, KDOT. Like, um, the game was crazy. I know that you was um, out with your family and stuff. So for me, like, my for my opinion, when I was watching this game, I'm like, okay, uh, this championship is not going to be easy. I kept saying it. If y'all go on my uh, off the WNBA show Twitter, I, I was leaving voice messages left and right. Like, if you want this game, you got to go get it. It's not going to be given to you and everything. And it looked like that's what Phoenix was doing. They was just taking the game from from Chicago and stuff. You know, they was like, you know, uh, BG dominant in the paint. You know, um, they was they just wanted it more at at that one point. You know, and then all of a sudden they just turned it around and stuff. Like the second half was 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 awesome defense the teamwork and stuff it just seemed like you know um the sloot god uh courtney vandersloot just knew where everybody was at like she was playing mistake free basketball uh with you know just finding people in, in the right spots you know her and uh ally quigley with that amazing uh chemistry that they got you know obviously we know why they got that amazing chemistry but um like it just seems like like she just seen the game you know, about three, four steps ahead. And she was just always um, just at the right place at the right time with delivering that ball, K-Dot. Um, you know, Stephanie Dawson, huge down the stretch with those layups and everything, you know. Um, and also you factor that in with Phoenix, you know, missing bunny after bunny after bunny. It was it was just, it was just crazy, K-Dot. So from your point of view, because I know, like I said, you was, you know, you missed the first half of the game and you, you, you know, you came into the second half or you probably rewatched it and stuff. What was your point? Yeah. So after rewatching the game, um, I, 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 I echo the same sentiments because what, what's, what was going on with Phoenix, um, especially with Phoenix, right? Phoenix knows how to win those close games. Right. And to me, the Phoenix that I saw all playoff long was not the same Phoenix. And for them to go up as many as 14 points um, in that third going into the fourth quarter, you know, I just thought that as I'm looking uh, and listening kind of like on a radio version of it, I'm like, oh, wow, you know, Phoenix might might have this in the bag. You know, um, there's, you know, there's there's a case where, you know, we're going back to Phoenix. And then suddenly, you know, you have the Chicago Sky saying, no, we're not going to allow this to happen. We are going to finish this game. We're not going back to Phoenix. And that's exactly what happened. The biggest thing that I um, I saw in that uh, fourth quarter was the resiliency of um, Chicago's uh, defense, right? They were able to not only um, get the – the stops that they needed but when you go back to the phoenix side you talk about those bunnies those missed opportunities every opportunity so close to the rim they missed it and i don't know if you can credit that to chicago's defense or you just chalk it up to phoenix literally just laying an egg and if you want to call it that i mean you that's what it looks like like when you look at the 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 film, you're like, there's no way Phoenix is missing all of these bunnies. There's just no way. So you go back and I want to talk about the last two minutes of the game because we're at a point where Phoenix is up five. It's 62-67. And 
you get a you get a possession where uh I believe it was it was either Courtney Vandersloot or uh, Ali Quigley they hit a jumper um now the deficit is from five to three they get a stop and there goes that woman Candace Parker hits the three to tie the game up and that was the most amazing thing because at that point Chicago's confidence level is sky high sky high and at that point I knew they had the championship in the bag at that point because they knew being down five they needed to get some possessions where they needed to make shots and that's exactly what they did and you have to also remember that Candace Parker has struggled from the three-point line just about all season long. I think she was like sub, literally like sub 30% from the three-point um, line. And that could have changed going into the playoffs and then into the finals um, because she at one point hadn't taken that, that many threes. So once she was able to get her feet set, um, the, the pass was, of, of course, amazing. Um, uh, Brianna Turner gets mixed up on the on the switch. She goes and dives to the basket, leaving Candace Parker wide open. Candace Parker uh, hits the three on the wing, and we're tied up at seventy-two. Um, and again, as I said at that point, you know I, I thought that they were uh, going to win the game. And then you turn around and you have Stephanie Dolson, two clutch layups, two clutch layups. Chicago to go up four at that point and then you have the 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 case where uh Diana Taurasi is is fouled um taking the three she hits the first two misses the last one um and now you go from um potentially being down one to just being down two um so what one thing that that really um that really got me in, in the entire uh game um, is that the game just was was a seesaw, kind of like back and forth until Phoenix was just able to go on that run in the third quarter. Um, and they were able to, to you know, uh, basically put a chokehold on, on the on the series to go back to, to Phoenix. And I'm just still surprised that they weren't able to, to close it out. Um, but you have to give credit to Chicago. Chicago done an amazing job all season long, even though they were, um, injured um, and they were battling um, between uh, the players going to into the uh, 3x3 with Stephanie Dolson. Um, there were so many lineup changes, um, but uh, coach and GM James Wade was able to uh, figure it out and they were able to get it done. And you, you, you know, you have to be happy for Candace Parker getting her second um, championship, you know, uh, coming from LA. Um, she wanted to come home and she was able to get it done season one. And, you know, it's been such an exciting uh, final uh, series and shout out to KFC, Kalia Copper. You know, she did her thing and I am just extremely excited for Chicago. They had their parade today and they were extremely excited, of course. So, you know, you have to give credit to Chicago and also shout out to the point guard, Courtney Vandersloot, you know, she, I mean, she was fighting with that plantar fascia. Um, I said that in the last podcast, 
it could have been a, a case where that was a plan of fashion that she was fighting and battling with. And, it, and that's exactly what it was. She came out in a walking boot um, today and they confirmed that it was the plan of fascia and hopefully she can uh, get healthy. Um, but shout out to, to her and Allie Quitley, AKA Vander Quiggs. They did it. Chicago did it. And they're champs. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah, they, they are. They are the champs, man. Um, it was like, I just want to like touch on uh, Ben the Sloot more or whatever, because like, I just feel like, you know, we, we talk about, you know, Candace and, and, and Kalea KFC. I don't know what the F means. I, so I guess the F means finals MVP. I don't know, you know, um, but I just felt like, like to, to, to win these championships, man, like to be a solid team, you know, just from my opinion, I just think that you need, you know, solid, you know, awesome, awesome guard play. And and um, as like I said, we are we on green room before. So uh, yeah, I think Akil, right? So my my dog Akil's down there, and um, he said that Snoop should have been Finals MVP. Lamar agrees. You know, I thought that I thought that um Copper had it locked up, right? My honest opinion, I know that she won the Finals MVP, and I thought that she had it locked up. But I thought that that game um game four, you know, she didn't have a particularly good game. And I thought that Slew could have ran in and steal it. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, listen, Vanderslew averaged 13 points, 12 and a half assists, five rebounds, two steals a game in this finals, man. And it's just like, I just feel like she's like overlooked or whatever because of, you know, Candace, then Khalid, you know, uprising and, and, you know, doing her thing and stuff, man. I just feel like, you know, Slew, man, like special point guard, man. They don't win, K-Dot, they don't win this series without the play of Vandersloot, man. Like, they needed everything that she was given. You know what I mean? Like, like everything. And it was it was fitting that she she did hit the, like, you know, not the series clinching shot, but the final shot to put the game, you know, out of reach and everything, man. Like, she's special, man. She, she's special. And, her, you know, her wife, too, as well, Quigley, man. Just, like, one of the snipers, man. One of the greatest shooters male or female bar none man one of the greatest shooters and it's funny too because i think in the finals you know quickly was shooting like 29 percent or whatever from, from what i was um from what i was reading and everything you know what i mean it's it was it was crazy you know what i mean it was it was it was it was just so crazy that's just like how you know her shooting percentage was down but it just seemed like she just hit big shots every time like she was there at the right place at the right time and everything so like it was it was dope it, it was pretty dope but like I said, I'm gonna open up the the floor, you know what I mean, for whoever wants to come up. So just hit your request, and um, you know what I mean. I would gladly, I would love to have y'all come up here, and um, you know, share your knowledge. Your kill, come on, man, come on up here, Brooklyn. Please come up here, uh, Jeanette, TQ, whatever, come up here too as well. Um, so we got Lamar from For the Culture, one of the best podcasts in the, in the business right now. And my dog, Akil, always, always a pleasure having you. Akil, man, like, you know, just share your thoughts on, on, on these finals, man. Well, what you thinking, brother? Man, I think this is the most fun I had watching a finals in a while. Like, of course, we all probably wanted Sun Aces. Like, I feel like that's what people probably would have wanted. Uh, but I, I have zero complaints, man. Like, James Wade, for everything that people kind of want to say about him, coached his 
ass off this whole playoffs. Like, he was phenomenal, like, adjustment after adjustment after adjustment. He was a killer. Um, and just the whole team, man. Like, KFC, great. Uh, CP3, phenomenal. Slew, Quiggs. Like, Azura Stevens, Steph Dolson. Like, you just keep going down the line. Everybody stepped up. Everybody made plays. This team was so much fun to watch, man, this playoff. So, like, I had I had zero complaints. Yeah, me personally. Um, I think this was, like, the first, like, finals that I actually, like, zeroed in on. Like, first WNBA finals that I actually, like, zeroed in on. Like, all the other finals, it was, like, here and there and I'll watch it. But like this one was like, all right, I'm watching it this time because like I said, um, the Chicago sky and the Phoenix Mercury, I think they played in 2014. Like that was the first finals that I watched and I watched Anna Trossi get that ring and hit that shot. So I was like, all right, let me, let me watch this one. And it was, I think throughout the whole finals for on Phoenix's side, um, it was great seeing all of Phoenix um, and all the Phoenix slash Arizona teams like support them, whether it was Suns players going to the actual games or, you know, the Cardinals sending out tweets, like that was great to watch. Um, And then especially in that final game, like there was a stretch where like, I literally came into my head as like, Brittany Griner is the best player in the league. Like it was like, she was getting everything she wanted. And that was a, a finals where you legit had to, like Chicago had to earn that win. Like there was nothing easy. Courtney Vandersloot was just, the perfect point guard Ali Quigley was a sniper she came in through when she needed it most because I don't I don't think they win that game without Ali Quigley hitting those clutch shots over there so it was a overall great great there's a lot of narratives there was a lot of in terms of basketball like it was just it was super fun like Akil said overall so I really enjoyed it and then the whole playoffs overall um the fact that both of these teams had to win two single elimination games to get to that point and then um, beat the top seeds in the league to get to the finals. Like it hats, hats off to the Mercury and, you know, congratulations to Chicago. And I mean, there is a phrase where they say, don't let the door hit you on the way out. Dan Atrossi made sure of that, but uh, great finals overall. That's funny. <laughs> um, so let's talk about, um, you know, Khalil Copper, you know, finals MVP. Um, let's let's talk about her performance and like like what do y'all you know start with Kada? What do you expect from her? You know, going forward after winning the um, you know Finals MVP in the championship. Well, if I'm not mistaken, um, I believe uh, Kalia Copper is a uh, unrestricted free agent. Um, she she is, her. but she's she's getting paid, man. Like she's she's staying in Chicago. There's no shot she's leaving. Okay, yeah. Um, yeah, she she's an unrestricted free agent, and the the money yeah the money goes to to the finals MVP clearly right. So um, of course they're going to try to run that back, um, and you have to have the pieces that got you there. You have to have the pieces that won you the championship. Even though of course we can talk about game four all we want, um, but yeah, Kalia Copper is going to be back. Um, I know they're going to try to put some money together. Um, to keep Vanderquigs um, in, in the same in the same spot as well. Um, so, you know, with 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 Copper, freakishly athletic. You know, she has the size, she has the she has the skill. Um, you can't go wrong with that proto 
typical guard slash forward that can first get you the buckets that you need and also is willing to get the stops necessary for your team. Um, and Kalia Copper uh, personifies that. And I have nothing but respect for 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 Kalia Copper because in the beginning of the season, um, I I said that Kalia Copper was going to be the X factor, even with Candace coming in. Um, Candace is at a point of her career where she's literally the vet, the ultimate vet, and she's not going to give you the twenty five and, and ten that you know you saw her um do in LA you know she's going to give you you know she still can she's still capable of giving you you know 13 or 14 um maybe about seven or eight uh rebounds maybe about five assists um or or even even a little bit more um but she's definitely um 10 times more cerebral and does not have to use her athletic ability anymore especially with the injuries that she's had um, of course, that's going to uh, go away along with, you know, uh, with age. But at the same time, she needed KFC and KFC needed her from a cerebral perspective because I felt like this season, um, Kalia Copper came in with such a, a higher IQ um, in, than in previous seasons because maybe she didn't have that vet like uh, um, a Candace Parker, who's been, you know, to the promised land, you know, winning in in uh, um, in twenty sixteen, and just being just being, you know, that 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 influence, you know, for her, and you know, all season long, she's she's done that, and um, I'm extremely proud of her, and def she's definitely getting paid a kill. Um, so you're absolutely right about that, but Kalia Copper, yeah, she's. She's definitely the truth. You, you can tell, too, to your point, K-Dot, like, that whole team loves Kalia, man. Like, when she won finals MVP, they were all genuinely so excited for her. Like, everybody. Uh, James Wade was still mic'd up. In like post game, they were giving each other big hugs, and you and James said something that kind of stuck with me. He said, "You are already so good, and you don't know how good you can actually be." So that right there told me she's got, she's paid. It's happening. She she will be back. Um. So yeah, I have zero. Like, she'll be there, man. Like, where's she gonna go? Atlanta. Like, first of all, I want nobody to go to Atlanta, but she. There's just no way I think she leaves. I mean, yeah, she stayed. I, I really got not a lot to say on the matter, but after seeing her performance, like anytime Kalia got a steal, I just knew that was going to be a fast break and it was going to end in a layup on the other side. So I think that seeing her performance, um, not just in the finals, but throughout the whole playoffs and then seeing the team rally around her when she won, I, I just don't see her going anywhere. Um, I don't know if she's playing overseas. I hope she is. Um, but like it, it. I think I think it, I think she stays personally. That that's all I really got. Is yeah, I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna um, keep her because her development. You know, I think that what she was only she only started like twelve games. You know, in her first one hundred games or whatever, and then last year in the bubble or the wobble, whatever y'all want to call it, 
you know, she basically, like, you know, doubled the average and stuff. Like, she was a handful in the finals, man, for, for this team. And, um, you know, she's young and, um, you know, she's, she's ready. You know, you, I, I enjoyed how she was just getting after it, even like the situation that made her that picture into a big old meme and stuff. Like, I, I respect her, um, you know, the way she played. Uh, she, she was like going right at Tarazi, whoever. You know what I mean? Like, she's she just, like, basically kind of, like, had no respect for them. Like, y'all can't guard me and everything, you know? So, I think, yeah, you're definitely going to keep her. I mean, she ain't going nowhere. Like, it, I mean, think about it. Finals MVP, you know, um, probably one of the best players, the best player on the team now and everything. Yeah, like, it, it's only it's only fitting, right? <laughs> Let's, um... Let's talk about uh, Candace Parker, man. You know the hometown hero who brought who brought one home. You know what I mean from basically being named overrated by her peers in her league in 2019 to now what two time champ, defensive player of the year. Uh, we'll start with you, Akil, man. Like, what's your what's your thoughts on um Ace CP3? Um, she will forever be goaded, man. Like, she's just sliding up those rankings. Like, I don't remember where she ended up. Like, but she's probably somewhere in that top six to nine ish range. Like, yeah, around, around, I had her at seven on the home. Yeah, right. So, like, exactly. Right? She's she, she's making a case, man. Right. And and K dot kind of said it. She's not the freak athlete who's getting 30 a game now, right? But everything she does is super cerebral and high IQ. Like, defensively, as, like, her being a backline kind of free safety, she was, like, super killer the whole playoffs, um, especially that finals. Like, she was just doing so much. That was fun to see. But I think she has a couple years left in the tank, man. Like, I think they're going to try to capitalize on this. Like, they got their vets, like they know who they are, and they they're definitely gonna be poised into trying to make a like repeat run these next couple of years. Like it's it's gonna be fun to see, man. Like if they take care of Slew and Quigs, which I which I assume they will, um, they will be right back in the thick of things, uh, with those two. Yeah. I agree. I agree. Um, I think she has definitely has a lot of years in the tank. You know, um, when she's turning, she'll be thirty six by the, by next season. I just think that she she's like a young thirty six, and and what she does is crazy because the way she play, you will think that some games when she's just so active, like she got twenty five and twelve. You know what I mean? Seven blocks. You know, but it don't like the way that she just plays defense now. Like she like how she just commands so much. It's just it's just crazy and like. You know how her game has evolved, you know, I mean, over the years from from being like, you know, that number one option that can go get a bucket to like just like, you know, defender, you know, just, you know, always making the plays at the right time. Because I've never seen her get so many steals like this, like, you know, I mean, since I've been watching her and everything is she's she's like really talented, man. Like the things that she do, you know, on the court at the highest level, man, it's just it's just so impressive and, and everything like, you know, it's just it's just dope to to to. um to see, man, and I just hope that they do bring, you know, the entire the entire team back to to run it back and try to, you know, repeat this thing. Uh, Kate, I go ahead, bro. Yeah. So, um, as far as CP three, uh, first things first. Uh, huge congratulations on her signing a multi year extension with Turner Sports. Um, with her uh, expertise in her in in studio um, analytics and uh, analysis. 
for the NBA, um, you know, well-deserved. Um, she's definitely a, a pivotal part. Um, she's actually the reason why I watch the NBA on TNT, um, especially on Tuesday nights um, this past season. So congratulations for her. Um, but going back to her um, playing the game, you know, again, when you have a um, when you have a veteran like Candace Parker, who's been in the trenches, right, and had the right vets, you know, with her, you know, she had Lisa Leslie. <laughs> so, um, you know, she she's cut, you know, from that cloth, right? She, she's cut from that cloth where she understands the era before her. She understood the assignment during her era, and she's now understanding the assignment in the era of the future. Um, and she's taking uh, she's taken that opportunity um, and capitalized on it. And, you know, in the beginning of the season, I mean, come on, let's face it, like a lot of people had Chicago in this position. Let's not let's not ignore that. You know, as soon as Candace signed on to to be a sky. People had them in the finals. We're not we can't ignore that. I actually had them um, in the finals as my playoff prediction. The only thing that I got wrong was that I thought that the aces would be there. Um, but for the most part, you know, the, the roster, it looked like a finals roster. And unfortunately, during the regular season, you know, they were 500. Um, and it was because of injury. It was because people were in and out the lineup. Um, at one point, they were, I mean, the line, the roster was so banged up that, you know, there were just certain nights where, James Wade was literally playing, you know, six, seven bodies and that, and that's all he had. Um, and then it got to a point where they didn't, they didn't gel well enough. You know, they couldn't finish games and they would lose those close games. But one thing about Chicago that had them to gel was late in the season, they were able to get uh, their, they were able to get their players back. They were able to get healthy and they started clicking at the right time. And the Dallas uh, playoff game, you know, it showed the Minnesota game, it showed. And then of course the ultimate test um, against the Connecticut Sun, the number one team in the WNBA, it definitely showed because they were able to win that, uh, you know, pretty convincingly. So uh, you got to credit that um, to, to Candace Parker and, and her veteran leadership. Um, knowing that she was one of, of only a few um, who had that playoff experience um, and was able to, to lead, you know, that team, um, you know, to, to this championship. And, you know, again, you know, kudos to her. And I mean, I'm just, I'm, I'm just so excited for Chicago because Chicago's had just had some, some bad, like raps the past couple years. I mean, we, we, Let's we talk about the 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 hail Mary uh, the Erica Hamby uh, shot you know that went in um, that that cost them. We can talk about you know their their playoff uh, hopes ending early last year in the wobble. I mean we talk we can go back to 2014 with Diana Taurasi hitting that hitting that shot for uh, Phoenix to win the uh, the championship. I mean they just had some bad raps and. They finally was able to see the promised land and, and taste that champagne. You know, it's still fresh. So, again, 
you know, with Candace Parker, um, she's, she definitely still has, you know, um, something left in the tank. And hopefully, you know, we can see them run it back next year. Um, they're going to open as a favorite, in my opinion, um, especially, you know, when they get their, uh, you know, get their situation right with their, with their roster. And, you know, I can't wait for them to potentially run it back. Yeah, we should. Hey, we shall see, man. We shall see. But we got we got to talk about Phoenix real quick because I I just want to know, you know, I mean, can 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 Phoenix get this close again? You know, um, man, they a team that's resilient. You know, what I mean, always you know fighting back and stuff. And you know, they they lose that game on that on that fifteen two run by the sky and everything. Um, you know, like they started out mediocre a little bit. You know, but then that Olympic break happened, and then they won. Like I think they won like ten straight games already to to set the uh, set the tone for this playoff run and, and everything. It was clicking together with the big three of, of Griner and you know DT and uh, and Skylar Diggins and everything. Um, you know, and the role players click, clicking too. You know, what I mean, with um, you know Sophie Cunningham with with her shooting and stuff. It's funny because I've never heard of Sophie Cunningham until <laughs> until this season and stuff. But you know, what I mean, I, I like her. I like her game. I like her attitude and everything. I was in the um, Zoom the press conference yesterday, and um, you know, she she had some things to say, and man, I really enjoy Sophie Cunningham. You know, what I mean, but you know, do y'all think that the Mercury, you know, might have obviously we know they let's just be honest, okay? They choked. All right. They exactly. choked. And you know, what I mean, let's just be honest. You think that can can um Lamar, you think that they can get this close again? You think they have it in them? I think they can, but they got some stuff to work on. Like I don't mm. think them getting to the finals was a I don't think them getting to that finals was a fluke. Um obviously like when I was watching them during the playoffs, like I would see them start a lot of games like the hottest of the hot. And for some reason, like for example, like against the aces, like a lot of times. Um, or not a lot of times. I don't even think it was the aces, but like there were there were games when I watched them when they would start off like leading hypothetical number like eighteen to four, and then all of a sudden at the end of the first quarter it's a four point game. So that's that's one thing that they have to work on is maybe keeping leads. They did a good job with that against Las Vegas because um, there were like two blowouts they where they won by. But I just think it's just the little things. Like I think they, they have the they have the defense, they have the mentality. Um their their home crowd is no joke. So that definitely helps. Um so I think the thing with Phoenix is that they just can't they can't rush it. I mean, I think when they were playing in the finals, uh one thing that I said is that is that whichever team can get the other team to play their game, they win. And I feel like they're a better team when they play it slow, like when they slow the game down and set everything up where Chicago is more run and gun team. And I saw them too many times just rushing things. So I think that they can get back there. I think the question is that, you know, maybe some off season moves, um, maybe some different plays to run. It's just, it's just little things that they have to work on. So that doesn't happen again. Um, But yeah, Brittany Griner's if Brittany Griner, Skylar Diggins, and Diana Taurasi come back, like, I definitely think that they can get back there, especially if they um, work on the bench again. Um, but they can definitely get back there, in my opinion. It's going to be harder next time, but they can get back. Mm. That's good points. Good points. I think, you know, with, with, with Brittany, and, you know, I spoke to her yesterday, and I asked her, you know, what can she improve individually and, you know, I mean, 
as a leader of the team, well, how can the team improve and everything? And she was, you know, she 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 was she went on and on about, you know, working on perimeter game, being more vocal as a leader. She said that this was the first year she ever been, you know, talkative like this. And you know, I was a, a I was a big uh, Brittany Griner critic. I felt like when when she's on her game, she's unstoppable. She could be the best player in the league and stuff. And you know, sometimes you know she she gets in her own way. That's how I felt. But also, like this season, she it seemed like the light you know finally clicked, like that she can be that person. And I, I think that um you know, as better as she get, you know what I mean this team is going to go far. You know, like she she's a special talent, and I, I've really enjoyed you know what watching her play in, in this finals. And I just I, you just feel for her, man, because. She did everything that she was supposed to do to try to win these games and stuff. And I just I just felt like also, like, I think that she should have got the ball way more. I think that I'm, I'm yelling at the TV. Every possession go to down low. Every single possession. Every possession go down low. That's it. They, there's nothing they could they could do with her. You know, um, Azaree Stevens, tough. But Brittany was just, you know, was just too much in the, in the paint and stuff. So, um... I think that, you know, going forward, you know, uh, I think maybe they, they probably can, you know, get back. Like, they're going to have to definitely make some moves and stuff and, you know, and, um, you know, probably possibly get some some younger talent, some also like a point guard, like a pass first point guard, somebody that can, you know, really make an entry pass and or, or make a pass when they get into the basket and, they, and the defense collapse to get the ball to, to, to Brittany and, and, and everything. Cause um, I just felt like Brittany worked too hard. I don't know if y'all agree or not, but I think that she worked too hard to, to get her points. She needed a couple more easier baskets and stuff like that, man, you know? Um, but for the most part, man, it was, it was a good season. It was a great finals and everything. Um, you know, shout outs to the Chicago Sky for for winning the championship and shout outs to Phoenix for, you know, um, you know, putting up a fight and everything. The season the season was theirs because I felt like if they if they lose, if Chicago lose this game, Phoenix was winning at home, you know, and it was just like the basketball guards, Lamar, Kada, the basketball guards were like, all right, y'all wanna um y'all wanna play around? We're gonna make I miss these layups, man. I don't know how they missed them layups, man. When I think about it, I was just like, just like, what the heck is going on, man? Like, you know what I'm saying, K-Dot? <laughs> What's going on with these layups? How they're missing these point blank layups. And then like Diana Taraza, she gets fouled on a three. Then I and I and then I go on Twitter and I was like, I tweeted somebody, I was like, yeah, they get a free shirt if DT misses a free throw or whatever. She makes the first two and misses the um this is the last one. I'm just like, all right, this game is bugged out right now. Like, what is what is going on? You know what I mean? Like, Tarazi don't miss free throws. You know, it, it was just all, all in all, it was just like bad timing for them, man. But you know what I mean? Hey, you know, I think I think they could get there next year. Um, you know, they just gotta make a couple more changes, K Dot. Yeah, um one thing that Lamar mentioned was uh was pace, right? I think uh Phoenix was ranked 11th in pace. Chicago was ranked uh, top five, I think number three in, in overall pace. But one, one thing about Brittany Griner um, that you mentioned and what she also mentioned yesterday in the presser um, with her exit interview is she said she has to understand the role, right? And what I mean by that is the pick and roll. Um, she felt like she uh, she didn't make herself available a lot in the pick and roll 
uh, when they ran it. Um, and to her point, um, going back in film, that's exactly what happened. I had always said the adjustment for the Mercury is to put DG in a pick and roll setting, right? In order to do that, you have to understand how to set the correct screen and how to roll correctly to the basket, not necessarily just rim running. So DA, you know this, I'm a point guard, you're a power forward, you understand the way the pick and roll works. And when it comes to the pick and roll, is it could be as simple um, as one, two, three, but it can be as tedious and as in intricate as calculus, right? It just depends on how you make the pick and roll work for you, right? Nah, so, I, I, I don't think that is one, two, three. I think it's literally one, two. You know, um, I, I always thought that the pick and roll is designed for a guard to score, you know, like, how I set my picks, I set my picks, you know, just enough so that guard can come off my shoulder and, and that guard is looking to score first. The only time he's supposed to um, dish the ball off is when my defender commits to him, you know? And that's that. Exactly. So, so when you, exactly, right? When that defender commits to the guard. And I think when it comes to what, what BG said yesterday and when she said, you know, working on my pick and roll more, if you saw in, in, in that film, like there were a lot of times where her defender didn't commit solely to the guard and it gave the guard, Vandersloot. <laughs> Vandersloot got a lot of layups. And what I mean by layups is those nice little middies that everybody talking about is a, is is a quote lost start or or is a bad shot now she got a lot of those nice little middies you know for those for those you know whether it's them tying the game up whether it's them going up it didn't matter like she was able to get those right um but looking at what Scholar yeah. Diggins didn't do right i don't think Scholar Diggins kept the defense honest and Azaray literally just hedged hard. And, and Sky just, to me, Sky didn't make a lot of those good decisions as far as just getting um, BG to the basket. But also, the way BG was setting those screens, I don't think she made it easier for Sky either, right? So it could be... Yeah, it could be both ways. Right? Exactly. I was I was and thinking again, that. We're talking basketball, so, you know, shouldn't be any hurt feelings <laughs> if you're listening to this. Because if you truly know basketball, you would probably, you know, agree with that. You know, but again, it's, it's what she said in that presser last night that made me um, kind of think and say, oh, yeah, she she knows where she can improve at. And it's definitely in that pick and roll setting. Um, and I think, yeah, but she gotta be, she gotta be committed to it because, you know, part of the pick, she gotta, you gotta actually set the right. pick. You just can't go there can't just, and stand there and acting like you right. setting the pick and then no, yeah, you gotta hit that defender and then roll hard. You know what I'm saying? Or, you know, exactly. pop or whatever. Like it's it, a pick and roll is like, it's, it's, it's a chess game. 
and everything. You know, that's why that's my favorite play. I love setting pick and rolls, like you know, the drag pick and rolls, like when the uh, point guard got the ball and I'm trailing. I love doing that, those type of pick and rolls. I love pick and rolls out the horn because I already know where I'm going. And Brittany, what she got to get the mindset is that I'm going to that spot and I'm standing there. You know, like that's that's the mindset that any player, you know, any post player has. Like when I roll. I see that low post. I'm going right there. I'm putting my feet right there. I'm getting my feet in the paint. I'm I'm showing hard, everything. You know what I mean? So that's it's it's, it's a mindset. You know, like game of chess, but it's also a mindset when you when you want to get that ball, where you want to get that ball at. Don't get pushed all the way out. You know, stand your ground, anchor yourself, and then do your thing. But also, the point guard gotta see, gotta see you all out. When if when I play with a point guard, right, and I'm posting up. Even when I was in the um, WNBA practices and stuff, and I remember, I'm like, I'm like, Coach, because this is when Lynn Dunn was there. And I'm like, Coach Lynn, listen, you see my numbers, tell them to throw me the ball. <laughs> if you see the numbers on my jersey, throw the ball. You know what I mean? So that's, that's, that's what I always preach. If you can see my numbers, if you can see my chest, throw me the ball. I got good hands. I got great feet, everything, you know? <laughs> so, like I said, it's a mindset. And that's what I want, you know, BG to also you know, work on while she's over there, you know what I mean, overseas playing basketball, you know, with that crazy team that that she got going on over there with that squad or whatever, you know, focus on that mindset, focus on, you know, demanding, you know, I'm not demanding, but like, hey, I'm going there to that low post, so I'm going to make it happen and stuff. Point guard, give me the damn ball, you know, work on that vocal. It's everything, kid. I know I'm going over with the words and stuff like that, but it's, it's it's pretty much everything. Like I said, it's a mindset. It's, it's everything, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I definitely agree. Uh, and go ahead, Lamar. Yeah, one thing I'll say about BG that I was actually, like, impressed with, and maybe this is something that Phoenix needs to work on, is that I understand that, you know, she's she's a great player overall, but she she was she was literally doing everything. It wasn't It wasn't a carry job by no means necessary, but, like, she was she was scoring she was scoring mid range she was scoring inside she was blocking she was defending all like she was even passing like her job as a like what she was doing as a facilitator was just I was impressed to see that and that's what made me think that BG was was probably the best I think that with a lot when I look at Chicago is that Courtney Vandersloot like yes she can score but she's a facilitator you know where you're getting your the ball from you know who's gonna pass you the ball Ali Quigley even if she's not hitting her shot she's a sniper from outside like everybody in my opinion when I look at Chicago had a role to play and everybody kind of knew their role where with Phoenix it's not that maybe they didn't know their role but I feel like Brittany Griner was just doing a little too little too much um to win those to win those games that's 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 a great point you know and you know I I I think that she had to though you know like I mean you you rather go down with your best player doing it all, you know what I'm saying, than than her like you know not doing anything, if, especially you know what I mean. But uh, you can't you can't really just you know you can't blame her for for doing too much. You know her other players they definitely got to step up. You know they got to step up. They got to hit. They got to hit their shots. They got to you know play great perimeter defense and stuff and stop you know worrying about you know relying on your post player to you know block shots and be active. And, and, and everything. I mean, obviously, you want her that way, but you know, you know what I'm, you know what I'm getting at, Lamar and Kate. You know, um, you know. So I just think that, hey, this is it's on management. You know, what I mean, this summer, 
I mean, this winter to improve this team. And, you know, hopefully, hopefully they will, you know, hopefully they will. But um, before we get out of here, um, any final thoughts? We'll start with you, Lamar. Any final thoughts on the season? You know, um, like, like overall? Yeah. Um, if you're not supporting the, if, if you're not supporting the W now, get on, get on that. Like as soon as, as soon as you can. Um, this finals was honestly like a lot of people like, it's just when I when I like when I was watching the playoffs, everybody would be like, "Oh, football's on" or something like that. I'm like, "Okay," and like right now the W's better. I was like, and then when I'm watching these games, it's like, yeah, people are really watching other stuff and not watching like this is pure basketball at its finest. You know, it, it's just it's just super fun. No lead is ever safe in every single game that I watched. So great great season overall and the WNBA it will continue it will continue to grow and it will continue to get better like we have to remember that it's it's only 25 years old right so as it grows it gets better like it's only up from here um congratulations Chicago um I, I am a Minnesota fan until Toronto gets a team so Minnesota will be in that hunt um next year uh Sylvia Sylvia ain't going down without a fight and you know maybe Maya Moore will come back but you know what? <laughs> great, great season. There, there's really nothing I can say. And especially like some people don't follow, like, first off, you guys, you guys did a great job covering this season. Um, w lead, you know, um, leading with the W with Akil, Bailey, Corey, you know, Tariq and Bryce, like there was a lot of coverage. Um, and, you know, just if you want to learn the game, like, you know, those are some people to follow. Um, so yeah, great, great season, great coverage, great commentary, great, great everything. So, yeah, just, just great. Yeah, I agree. Like for me, it, it's it's been fun, you know. Um, and quick disclaimer about your Minnesota team: I think that Nafisha, she never got her feet under her. I think you know she had that injury leading into the season and stuff. She never really got her feet under her. Uh, I actually like her game. I like her game a lot to the point where I ain't gonna even lie. I, I think I had the hot the hottest take, but no, I don't think I did at the same time. I, I had her as my MVP in the season in the season preview podcast that we did, Lamar. Like Nafisha is the goods. I just think that, you know, when she she came over late. I don't think she was injured, but she came over late and then she never really got her footing. You know, what I mean she had some games where, you know, what I mean she showed it. But I, I think that with a with a I would just wish that these players got paid more money so they don't have to go overseas to play. And then, you know, of course, the overseas team is paying them, you know, three, four, five times as the as the W. So it, it, it kind of, you know, that's their main team and they got to wait and stuff. I just wish that, you know what I mean, they, they need to get more money. Like even when they, you know, they're making the money that they're making now, I still think they're grossly, super grossly, you know, underpaid that these women should be getting like millions for real. And I'm just... I'm, I, I believe in it. You know what I'm saying? I really think that these women deserved it. Millions, millions. And then like, but it comes with the support and, and everything. And instead of, you know, um, you know, there's gonna be a lot of people that's always complaining about like when they talk about the WNBA, um, Hey, you know, well, they don't got that much support. Well, just support it then. You know what I mean? Support the product It's there. It's good. It is the purest form of basketball and stuff. You know what I mean? I wish that like I can take it, take a time machine back and invite people that play basketball to WNBA practices. And I'd be like, Hey, in about three hours, you're going to appreciate this. You know what I'm saying? Like, I remember like the times when I was with Indiana and just was going at it. And then sometimes I'll be honest. Yo, Marissa Coleman used to kick, she kicked my ass before. 
right? Yo, she kicked my ass. Like, Marissa, I looked at this the other day. I'm like, yo, she used to really kick my ass. Like, she was the, she was the goods. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's, like, real special, man. And then, like, yo, you know, Brienne, January, tough as nails and stuff. And, you know, and um, another one, um, me and Elena Larkins, Lynetta Kaiser, you know, like, and then people be think I'd be BSing when I'd be saying this, that Lynetta Kaiser, male or female, whatever, is the strongest post player I ever played against. You know what I'm saying? Like, the strongest post player I ever played against. Like, the smarts that she, she, she used her smarts because, you know, she played for years. She played high-level professional basketball for years. And, you know, like, she used her smarts to, to, to work with me and stuff like that. And when I was on the scout team, I always, you know, was the post players and stuff. And I, and I helped. I feel like I helped them a lot because the year that I was there, they, they won the championship too as well. You know what I'm saying? So like just, you know, working with, you know, Shavante Zealous, you know what I mean? After practice and everything, um, just working with the post players after practice and, you know, like we, that, we just got to appreciate and support this, this, this game more. It's so much fun. You know, that's why we are covering this league, you know, women's basketball as a whole full time, like, you know, right now like really full time, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like we're not even, it's opening night of the NBA, you know what I'm saying? And um, speaking of that, before I pass it to KDOT, um, big shout out, big shout out to the Lakers for bringing on, you know, former WNBA player, um, Shea Murphy as a coaching associate, you know, uh, she's working her way up, you know what I mean, on the coaching staff right now and everything. And uh, I got to speak to her, you know, on FaceTime and everything. And, um, you know, She's excited about the opportunity that she got. Like, she's with the Lakers. I was surprised. I'm just like, first of all, like, where you been? You fell off the face of the earth. I ain't see you in a long time and everything because she was in Indiana, too, um, at the time um, when I was there. And, and um, you know, so, you know, I'm just happy that, you know, women are getting these opportunities, you know what I mean, to, to, to be coaches, to be, you know, in the front office, like Swing Cash in the front office, Chrissy Tolliver is in coaching, Ashley Battles in the front office, with Boston, many more too, you know what I'm saying? Uh, Therese Weatherspoon, you know? Um, it's, it's just dope seeing a lot of these women from from the league, you know, get getting these opportunities, which means that basically they're, you know, these women basketball, they are, their basketball IQs is very high for them to get in these coaching positions and front office positions, you know what I'm saying? I've, and I think that the fans, you know, Lamar, KDOT, that the fans need to, you know, welcome this as much as these, you know, billion dollar NBA teams are. That's just my opinion on it. Yeah, one thing I, I always say is that if, 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 if there's ever any time there's someone around me, because me personally, like, I'm not expecting anybody to know, like, to, like, fully know the history and have a full-on dialogue between, it's like, oh, Lisa Leslie versus Tuka Keshi. Like, I'm not expecting to have a dialogue with that with you. But my whole thing is that if you're talking, if you are talking trash about the WNBA and you don't watch it, I will make, I will make sure that I tell you is that, listen, if you, if you have a daughter and she wants to go to the WNBA, you are not responsible for her to get there. I will make sure she, she gets there because my whole thing is that I don't, I don't want people to support it once it caters to them. Like, I don't want, I don't want a, a former WNBA player coaching your team. And then you start to appreciate it, appreciate it now. Right. Like some, some people have home teams, right? Like New York, you have a home team, like Chicago has a home team, like support, support your teams. Right. It's not, it's not quote unquote trash basketball. Like this is basketball. And if you actually watch it, it's super fun. To, it's super fun to watch. Like, no, it's not, there's not, it's not the dunks that you're going to see. You're not going to see any dunks. You're not going to, but you don't need to, to, to enjoy basketball because I guarantee you 
a lot of y'all can't dunk anyway. So really, really truthfully and honestly, it's like, it's basketball. Like you may, you may find the NBA more entertaining. Okay. That's your prerogative, but that doesn't take away from what the WNBA is one. And that doesn't um, tell you enough about what it's going to be because you say you want the WNBA to be paid millions. I believe that's going to happen someday. Um, it, it's going to happen. It's only going to get better from here. And if I have a daughter, I want, and she gets into basketball, I'm going to make sure that she gets into the WNBA because it's a great, it's a great league. Um, I was just listening to Simone Augustus' Instagram live. She's one of the funniest players I listened, um, I've heard, but like, she's a, it's a tough league. So hopefully Toronto will have a team soon enough. And if I ever have a daughter that gets into basketball, if she wants to go to the WNBA, I'm going to fully support her. Hey. Let's 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 make it happen. You know what I'm saying? Hey, I help train her, man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know. <laughs> um, yo, Kada, what's your final thoughts? I know you've been waiting patiently, bro. Yeah. Um, in the words of our illustrious sister, um, in this sport, Ari Chambers, the WNBA is so important, and that's a metaphor. And that's literal for everything that we've talked about and have wrapped up in this 25th season. The WNBA is so important. Please support the WNBA. Um, one thing that I can reflect on is not just me being a fan since the since the inception of the WNBA. Um, but I I became a better, uh, I feel like I became a better analyst analyzing and doing analysis on the women's game far more than I have with any of the men's game. Because we've said it all season long, women's basketball is truly the purest form of basketball you will ever see. Skill-wise, IQ-wise, everything, the purest form. And I've become a, a better, um, I've become a better analyst. I've become a better uh, commentator. I've become a better basketball mind because of this. So um, I am extremely happy that we had the season that we had. It was an exciting season, starting it off with uh, Christina Williams, hashtag WNBA Jersey Gate. Um, that was amazing. Uh, the, the, the uniforms um, that, that came out uh, to, to begin the, the 25th season, uh, the, the interactions, the all-star game, um, the way I was screaming, um, hoping that John Quell won that three-point shootout, and then Allie Quigley just said, uh-uh-uh, you forgot who I was? <laughs> Allie Quigley, like, what are you talking about? Um, I mean, the uh, going into the Olympic break, uh, 3x3 with uh, Jackie Young, um, Alicia Gray, Kelsey Plum, Stephanie Dolson, and um, Katie Lou Samuelson, even though she was injured, winning the gold um, for the women. Uh, national team winning the gold. Um, it was truly an amazing 
season. Shout out to the All Star team for beating Team USA too, though, Kato. We could not forget that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah of course, of course. You know, uh, Arike Agumba Wale. You know, doing her thing. Yeah. Um, you know, Courtney Got Williams. Shoot like, let's get thing. it. You know what I'm saying? Um, it, I mean, Liz Cambage on the sideline eating that popcorn, doing her thing. Oh yeah, <laughs> being the character all, that she all, that all, she is. All, all off court stuff too, man. Like, well. All off court fun stuff, <laughs> not, right. not the crazy stuff. Just overall, man, the twenty fifth, the twenty fifth season, like was was just amazing. I and and I, I couldn't be a, a happier person um, to cover the sport um, full time, and I can't wait for uh, for the future. Um, we're we're definitely going to be uh, keeping up with uh, the players overseas. We're definitely going to. Um, you know, be looking into Athletes Unlimited and what Natasha Cloud, Sydney Colson, um, and and Ty Young, like what they're doing for that um league to to help build it up. Um, you know, we have an announcement coming um in a few weeks um in regards to what we're gonna do um moving um forward with the WNBA and NFTs. I'm giving you a uh, a, a quick sneak peek of what that could possibly be. Um, so look out for that. Um, very excited um, in, in doing it. So look out for yeah. that announcement. So, um, you know, I mean, I'm just excited, you know, for what the future is going to hold. And, you know, hopefully, um, you know, we can continue this. Um, thank you, DA, you know, for, for hitting me up and saying, listen, we need to do this. Um, you know, we, we talked about it um, and we said, you know, Let's just do it. And we did. Uh, 22 episodes later, uh, thousands of downloads later, um, tons of support and love, you know, from everyone, especially WNBA Twitter. You know, we're, we're here. You know, we're here. And I think and we're, we're not going to be going anywhere. Um, you know, you can see in my Abbey, you know, um, you know, rocking the, the, the Liberty, you know, practice shorts with the WNBA socks, you know, looking looking spiffy you know i gotta I'm, I'm cocky like that i gotta be arrogant like that so you know don't judge my life shout out to our homegirl jada <laughs> so um you know I'm, I'm you know i've been excited overall and i'm excited you know for what the future holds but thank you thank you thank you wnba yeah. thank you everybody you know, for supporting yeah and you know and thanks for everybody that came into our first room on clubhouse you know, what I mean that that would really, you know, set set the tone, and also, um, you know, one shout out to a person that, you know, that kind of sold me on it was um, uh, Chrissy, um, Kelsey Nicole Nelson, and um, from the K N with K N N. You know, what I mean, we did a show. She came on my podcast when it was the Daniel Artes podcast, my other one, um, and we talked about Maya Moore, and um, you know, when she got um her, you know, now husband you know, free from, from the jail situation and stuff. And, you know, we was talking about, you know, just had a great, you know, conversation about that. That kind of like opened the doors for me. Like, I, right, you know, maybe, maybe I, I want to cover, you know I mean? The WNBA this year. And, and then, um, you know, when we did that room, Kate, I, and everybody came in and it was like, you know, everybody, uh, um, you know what I mean? And that pretty much was like, all right, Kate, I, we got to do this. And, that, and that's, that's what we're going to do. <laughs> and, you know, later here we, here we are and stuff. And, um, you know, Thank you for everybody supporting um, our, you know, podcast and everything as well. And, um, yeah, so, yeah, with that being said, this is the season finale of the WNBA show brought to you by 265 Media. 
I'm Daniel Artes. That's KDOT. I guess Lamar Edwards, you know, down there. And um, also Akil, who was here earlier with us. Thank you for rocking with us. We will see y'all in a few weeks. Love is love. Peace.